Yeah, so it just said recording in progress. Last time we used to give like three, two, one. But anyway, welcome back to Barely Serious. This is about to be episode 156. But before we get into the episode, I have three or four big dates I want to plug. Seven slash six, that's going to be in two weeks, July 6th. Phoenix, I'm headlining the House of Comedy in Phoenix. Coming out, it's going to be a lot of fun. You can find the tickets on their website at houseofcomedyphoenix.com. And then a week after that, I'm going to Atlanta, headlining the Comedy Zone. It's actually Columbus. Uh, but it's like right outside of Atlanta. So if you're in the Atlanta area, if you know anybody in Atlanta, come on out. I'm going to be headlining. I'm going to be bringing Brandon Lejean. It's going to be a great time. And then September 9th and September 10th, I'm headlining the weekend at the Harrisburg Comedy Zone. That's the capital of Pennsylvania, which I just found out, which I should have known for a long time. But I will be coming. Never been before. I'm bringing Mike Eaton, the Comedy Zone, Harrisburg. And with that out of the way, let's get right into this week's episode. This is going to be a freaking banger, just like his music. DJ Teffler. And a round of applause. The crowd's <laughs> <laughs> Let's the crowd go. Goes crazy. This is the uh, first Zoom episode in a while. I almost forgot how to do it. Uh, but man, dude, welcome to the podcast, finally. Yeah, bro. We've been talking about this for almost two years now. <laughs> <laughs> Or more, I think we met before the pandemic even started. Yeah, like early 2020 or something, 20, I don't remember. It had to be like 2019 because I got I got fired from Uber <laughs> before the pandemic. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. It's been a while. Damn. Yeah, it's wow. been a while. Yeah, and then I, my page got hacked and then you hit me up on the other page and then we got back in mute. Oh my gosh, this pandemic has just been like a fucking whirlwind. It's been crazy. Yeah, I know. How many? You have like three pages now. At four. Four. Yeah. It's so two of them got hacked, and then two of them you already originally had. Yeah. Then I have my uh, burner page that I used to. Um, <laughs> let me not start on that. No. <laughs> what do they call the defensa, or is that what they call it? The, I think a I think a Finsta is like just for like like I have a a private Instagram, but it's like just for like friends and people that actually know. Like there's only like 20 people on it, and I post. That's where I post like normal stuff, like my dog and like my family. <laughs> and stuff. Like oh look at this nice happy family man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, just my friends. I'll post like basketball <laughs> clips and stuff. If I were to post a basketball clip on like my main page, people would just start like roasting me. <laughs> Yeah, this, this is the page I go to look at. Um, yeah, I go look look at things I shouldn't be looking at. On the <laughs> yeah, well, like we got hacked and I got it back. Um, Shelby, my uh, social media manager, she helped me get that one back. So, yeah, we spoke to somebody at Facebook, and they're like, "Oh, we got taken out accidentally," but some idiot hacked it. I had an intern who was working for me at the time. He went and clicked on something, and yeah, really, uh, yeah. You ever find out what he clicked on? I don't want to know. <laughs> I do not want to know. I think somebody sent him a DM. Some girl, I don't know about OnlyFans or something, but it was like a hack link. And the next thing, I got an email saying your account is disabled. So you know when Instagram tell you, you can send your ID, take a photo with your ID. And I'm holding that thing like I'm in a fucking, um, like a mugshot, like to prove yeah. it. And then for a year and a half, I kept doing that and nothing. I kept petitioning for the account. Um, then uh, Shelby came on, and then she knows somebody at Facebook. They were like, Oh, hey, um, this is that. Like, oh, damn, he was taken accidentally. We're so sorry. I'm like, What? Uh, what? After all this time? I know, right? Two years. Crazy. But 
but uh yeah like my buddy had his uh, he had his account hacked but it's because he clicked on one of those but they didn't like it didn't get hacked it got like stolen uh, like people took over his account and like changed his passwords and then started you know started trying to hack other people and, and stuff like that but yeah i see that happen a lot like there's this girl i saw um she said dming me about hey um i just made 50 grand do you want to make 10 grand like send me your cash app tag something about bitcoin i'm like damn they hacked, they hacked your account too. So I sent her my cash tag, like, okay. And she's like, oh, well, can you click this link? I'm like, nope. Nope, nope. <laughs> I'm not clicking shit anymore. I learned my lesson. <laughs> Dude, there was, a, there was this guy who was specifically targeting, he was targeting comedians. And I saw this in so many groups. And then the guy finally messaged me. But this was after I already knew what was going on. This dude was like, he would DM people and be like, hey, I've been a fan for a while. Uh, my wife is like dying of cancer. Uh, can you like, oh, no, no, no. It was, uh, it's our anniversary is coming up. Uh, can you make a funny video and I'll pay you uh, like 300 bucks and I'll pay you 300 bucks. Uh, can you make a funny video for my wife? And then people would like make a video and like send it to the guy. And then he would say, oh, I just sent, oops, I accidentally sent you a thousand dollars. Uh, but it's still impending. Can you send me 700? <laughs> and people were doing it, bro. Like, I was like, no way. Like, seriously. That, wow. Who falls for that? Like, did you actually get the money? Did you see the pending thing in the account? <laughs> no, there was none of that. But I, I remember seeing that on Facebook and just, uh, I, I won't say the guy's name, but one of the guys that fell for it, and I laughed my freaking ass off, bro. I was like, of course, bro. Of course, that's what you get, bro. Like, I was a douche. That's what you get. Yeah, if I don't see the money in my account, I am not sending you shit. No, even, even so, I'd be like, yo, thanks for the money, dude. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish <laughs> you like, yeah, I'm going to send you 10 grand right now. And I said on my cash tag, like, oh, yeah, can you click this link? Um, someone's I was like, no, I'm not. If I don't see the thing in my cash app, no. She's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be Bitcoin. I just need the wallet. I'm like, no. Uh-uh. I've seen too many of those scams. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah dude hey before we get into uh your new song and talk about music and stuff dude so what so when we met i picked you up like in like west hollywood or something like in my uber because you had just gotten like a car accident I, I i don't remember what the story was but i remember it being crazy yeah i was on my way to go eat ass i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i knew i was gonna get crazy um yeah um, <laughs> and then i wrecked my car no I, um i got my car got totaled i was on the on the 101 it was like a four car accident um the person in front of me in front of that person hit their brakes on the left lane and that person in front of me bumped into them and then i just head on and the person behind him not hit me so yeah it was a fun um yeah fun um gangbang i guess oh yeah, that's what it was. I remember it because that's exactly what happened to me. Like, I think it had to be a couple months before you hopped in my new car. Uh, same exact thing. It was like six in the morning. We were going like 80. I should have died. Uh, but the dude, so I came to a complete stop like an inch before, uh, before I hit the guy in front of me. But the dude behind me just was on his phone and smacked into me going like 80. So I hit the next guy who hit the next guy. And then I remember, like, I was, like, out of it, but I just remember the dude coming up behind me, like, knocking on the window, asking if I was all right. And then, like, 
you know, like, I'm gonna go check on the others, but I don't even remember answering the guy. Like, I think that guy was just like being a dick. And then he like went up to the, uh, the next guys and next guys. And then he told me, he's like, man, I was just, I was just on my phone, uh, checking the maps or something. I was like, man, are you gonna, are you gonna tell the cops that? Cause you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> and then he did. And so like, he had to, he had to pay for my car that the, that dude's car and then the chick's car. And the guy was like a, like a school teacher. <laughs> So I was like, man, this sucks. You're you're never gonna retire, bro. <laughs> you're gonna have to work all that money off. I hope <laughs> I hope you I hope you can teach summer school. <laughs> That's crazy. Did you get did you get hurt in the accident or you good? Yeah, I busted out my knee. I uh I was like a cross-country runner. I was D1 and I was on my way to practice when that happened and I had to like retire. But I was pretty but I was I was Wait, over cross-country runner. Cross country track, yeah. I ran for Long Beach State and other stuff, but no that accident. Well, because I don't post about it anymore. It'd be like one of those, like, you know, like, if I were to post about it now, <laughs> it's like, dude, move no, on. It doesn't fit your personality. I mean, from how I know you, like, I wouldn't even, I can't even see you doing all that. Oh, I know. And, and the crazy, <laughs> I was, the thing, the craziest thing is I was really good at it too. So it was like, <laughs> damn, you're a man of so many talents. That's what's up. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I was more so in it for the, I hated running, dude. Running sucked, but I liked racing and I liked beating people at things. So it was just, I was just competitive, bro. Uh, but yeah, that guy, I ended up that car that I had that got totaled, uh, I bought it for like 4,500, but then that dude's insurance valued it at like 7,500 and then paid me like 7,500. So I was like, dude, say less. And I just put that on the down payment for that new car. I think when I met you, I was going to the place to get my check for the car because my car was valued at, I think I bought it for like 11 grand, but it gave me like 22 grand or something. Yeah. For it. Crazy, bro. They'd just be winging I it. And I just bought Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, take all my money. It's crazy. Yeah, no, that was pretty funny. I remember uh, you're like, yo, let me drop this off on my pad real quick. Then you can drop me off over here. And we ended up, I think we ended up in like the Disney lot or something. I was like, what the, where am I? I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I live, I live close by Disney by that time. <laughs> that was, that was dope. But uh, I think the your new song, it's, uh, it's Miss You Bad, right? Miss You Bad, yeah. Miss You Bad with Julia Ross, dude. How's that? Like, that's the, what's the, like the, I listen to a lot of music and a lot of different uh, genres. I pretty much listen to every genre except for maybe like one or two country songs. But like when you're trying to get like inspired for something, do you kind of just like go with the flow and let it take you? Or do you have like a vision set out before you even start producing something? Um, so I'm a songwriter first. I like to say that because my process is always like I just hear melodies and then I put lyrics together and I send it to my co-writers to flesh. I can't, I can't figure out what it's trying to say, but I know like, okay, this is the direction I'm trying to go. Um, Wait, what was your question again? <laughs> like when you when you when you're making a song, like do you kind of just start and then let it like take you with like however you're feeling, or is there something uh, that you have set in mind of like what you want to like accomplish with a certain track? I always have that in mind, and I notice the ones my songs that do the best. Um, I flesh out the idea like it takes like five ten minutes. I already know okay, this is the bridge, this is the hook, this is the verse, like. This is the whole how it's going to sound and who the vocal is going to be, and so I can like have everything all at once, and then everything else comes together like the lyrics, the melody, the then I go make the beat. The beat is the last thing I always make. So, oh, for real? 
Yeah. Hey, do you fuck with logic? Yeah, I hate logic. No, I'm joking. What? <laughs> oh, man. I was about to say, man. <laughs> Dude, logic you, he uh, just dropped his new album, and it's called Vinyl Days, and I really fuck with it. It's every, every, everything, every track, every everything on the album is taken from a vinyl record, like different vinyl records and just mixed together, and it's like, it's pretty cool. Uh, do you ever, like, fuck around with shit like that? Or, like, not, like, shit like that, but, like, you ever just kind of fuck around with something, and then something dope comes out of it? When you said logic, were you talking about the artist or like the the thing they used to produce the, the the digital thing? I'm talking about Logic the rapper, Bobby Hall. Oh, sorry, because the thing I used to make music is called Logic Pro. Uh, so that's I was talking about you... I was talking about the rapper and his new album. Um, you know what? Logic is actually from Maryland. I remember because um, I grew up in Maryland, DC, and Excuse me, I was a club DJ. I, I DJed almost like clubs in DC uh, before I moved to LA like five, six years ago. So um, one of the DJs I used to work with who, uh, who used to, who, who put me on the certain gigs, he was working with Logic's manager. Logic's manager was just coming up at the time. Logic was coming up at the time. Like, he's always, you have about this new rap of Logic, Logic. But I never really used to listen to rap, rap like that. It's gonna sound bad. Like I, I love all kinds of music, but because the way, the way I do my music, right, it's more so um, melodic because it's mostly like female vocals and it's just what I'm most comfortable with. So I listen to certain raps only. Like if I like it, if it has a lot of melody, yes, but I'm not like, like uh, what's his name? Um, <laughs> the guy who did the, Fer the Fergie sample, uh, Jack Hollow. Like I like that song because his rap reminds me of the 90s, um, boom bap, the way he, his flow. You know, and that's the error. I mean, I didn't grow up listening to 90s music, but I later on went back and like, yeah, I fuck with this. It's like, you know, you have the Jay-Z's, the Nas, Dr. Dre's, and then, you know, moved to 2000s Kanye, and then he just kept evolving. So, no, I haven't really listened to Logic. I only know the song we has with uh, Alicia Cara, the suicide song. Uh, yeah. uh, like the worst Don't ask me anything about rap. I know nothing about rap. I just know whatever. <laughs> right. On the top that of it. That is funny that you know the fucking suicide song, which isn't like a bad song, but it's funny that it gave him like that, the rep of being like corny or whatever, and everybody like hates on him now. And it's just like, bro, and, and nobody knows that, that fool has bars, dude. But then he say he retired or something, and isn't he back? Or I don't know. Yeah, he retired and now he's back. And basically, he just wanted to uh, finish out his deal with Def Jam. Uh, that's some crazy drama going on with him and them. So he just wanted to finish up his deal so he could get the hell out and now he's independent uh, but he had when he retired he had uh two albums left on his contract and so the first album that he put out was just like the b-sides that like the throwaway songs which is hilarious that he just made a new album of all the throwaway trash and just put it out there and then this last album was actually like really impressive like i said he took every sound every sample every scratch is from a vinyl record which is uh, I, it turned out incredible, and I just think that the idea of doing something, which was the question that I that I asked you, is like, do you ever you know fuck around with something uh, that you don't think, like you know nobody thinks, well, let me take this vinyl record and turn it into a fucking boom bat trap rap thing and then release it on an album, you know? But it turned out incredible. Do you ever fuck around with um, just random sounds like in your house and just make it something? Um, you know, there was a time. Um... 
the fire alarm in the building went out and I just heard the video like, I made a techno beat to like, that's the most random thing I've ever done with music. I'm, I'm usually so structured, it's like melody first and then lyric and then make the beat. But I heard the fire alarm like, or I think it was another time I was hiking and I heard like, it was some kind of animal noise like, and I just, so it randomly and, but those, those things never pan out to like be anything because it's just, for me, it's just a beat. And I never really call myself a beat maker. Like, okay, I always go melody first and then, and then write the lyrics. So, but yeah, one, once in a while I do that, once every blue moon, so. You ever you ever listen back to like an old song from years ago that you thought was like the shit and then you like listen back to it now and you're like, man, that fucking sucked. Or is it the opposite where you're like, man, that was like the shit. Yeah, everything I put out in the pandemic is like horrible. I listen to it now. Like, what the fuck was I think? Really? <laughs> well, not everything. Just one song in particular. I just didn't mix it right. And that's because I'd moved to a new place and I was mixing with headphones. So I couldn't hear it very well. Um, so a lot of the levels were not properly right. Even though, you know, it got like enough, it got supported by some big DJs and got on some publications. It's now like, wait, why did I put that song out? Like, I should have not. And plus it was COVID, you know, everything was just crazy. Yeah. I wasn't at my best musically, I would say. So I started putting out music in 2017. Um, then uh, my first song off the gate, Good Love, 100,000 streams. And then the next one, Never Let Me Go, a million streams. It was like, Boom, boom, boom. And then from there, I went on tour uh, the next following year. I went to Europe for like two months. And then did that's it. when I picked you up right after that because you remember yeah, you tell me that you had just gotten back. Yeah. Yeah. So I got into this whole post tour depression thing where I, I didn't know what to make. Like, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? Like, I just, I just went through London, um, Chelsea, Manchester for like a whole month, just roaming around. Like, what the hell am I going to do? No direction. That was the first time I've ever left. Uh, LA to just go away for like two months, just on the road, just going to different cities, uh, playing music. So it was like, wait, I had no, I had ideas, but everything just sucked. And I think also the thing was the kind of music I was making is like similar to, you know, Kygo, Chainsmokers, uh, those um, DJs. Yeah. So it was similar to, to their sound and that sound was fading out. That was like 2018, 2019. It was getting more dubstep. That's when Elanium was getting more popular. So. That sound was phasing out of the mainstream. So everything was more tech house and dubstep. And I like dubstep, but I don't make dubstep music. So I'm not gonna stop making headbanging music all of a sudden. Either. So I was like, what am I gonna do? You know? So yeah, no inspiration, zero inspiration for like almost two years. Like, and then right, I think right after COVID, uh, probably when my account was down, probably like a year, a, a year and a half ago, a year ago, I started getting new inspiration, you know, and then I started putting out more music and then you know, Miss You Bad, So um, so High, I got a bunch of, and Miss You Bad first week um, has been supported by, okay, Spinning Records, uh, put it on two of their major playlists, and they're like the number, you know, you know Spinning Records, uh, you heard? I feel like I've heard it, I wouldn't, like, when, I wouldn't be like, I couldn't, like, tell you where they're located, <laughs> but I, I, I've heard it, yeah. They're the biggest label in dance music, pretty much, so. They put it on their two of their flagship playlists, Ministry of Sound too. These are like people who run the dance industry, and a bunch of um, top uh, EDM DJs, like some of the big guys. They they've been they supported in the first week. So I was like, wow, this is great. Like my actual comeback, comeback is like, yeah, you know, yeah. So it's kicking it off, bro. 
I still think I still think my favorite song you've put out is the Spectre. <laughs> I, maybe I'm not even saying it right. The Spectre, right? Yeah, Spectre. Yeah, I remember yeah, you told me. Yeah, bro, that shit was fucking hard. I remember uh, when I was like, man, I was bumping that shit in my car. Like my uh, my buddies were in there. We were just fucking. Because <laughs> when you said I don't make headbanging music, and I was like, well, maybe I'm not listening right, but that song goes hard. <laughs> I have made a few dubstep tracks, but I'm just gonna leave it upstairs in the studio. I'm not putting this out. I'm not proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you proud of them? Um, I. So when I make music, right, I like do like do stuff that feels authentic to me and. I'm just gonna feel like an outsider coming in and creating something I feel is a derivative of the actual, um, cause I feel like the dubstep culture, it's like, it's super dark. It's totally different. No, it's still with any um, electronic dance music culture, but it's like a whole different subculture, which I understand, but don't fully understand. So I'm explaining this is like, um, I don't say like rapper making country music because Lil Nas X has done that and country people, they always put trap beats in their songs, but it's like going to a totally different, you know, um, city and then trying to imitate stuff that you're not, you don't naturally come up with. Like, like with the pop stuff and like melodic stuff, the house stuff, it's natural for me. It's like, I, you know, Future House, I understand it. Chami, Don Diablo, like I listen to those guys. Like I've studied everything, I, you know, but that's I was like, okay, I love Elenium songs, but he's more like melodic. And yeah, some of his fans, they like some of my stuff because it's melodic, but I don't know. It just doesn't feel authentic to me. That's all. So. Oh, well, that's actually a really good answer. I wasn't expecting that, but <laughs> I was like, God damn, this guy actually. Uh, <laughs> with my explanation. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, so when you were uh, going on tour in Europe, do you think that those crowds, like foreign crowds, are better than American crowds? Oh, hell yeah. They, they Whoa, get more really? Hype. Yeah. Really? Damn. They get more hype. It's like, and I love European women, so that's a whole other different thing. So it's like, they get more hype. You know, small artists, big artists, like, they will show their love, like, yo, I fuck with your music. Oh, I loved it. Like, literally, the last show I played, like, was like, a, it was a, a group of uh, girls on the front, and they're just going crazy. And I probably only... I think I only played like 30 seconds of the first song, but they were just like super excited. Like when I played in the States, sometimes people will watch you and they'll just take, uh, take their phones out and be, either be taking videos of you or be on the phones. You know, sometimes they, they're not always, they don't always get super hype unless maybe you hear like, oh, some maybe a big artist coming up or maybe you play the most, the hottest song right there and then. You know, like you literally have to get the hype and like, yo, put your hands up. Like do like a hundred times before, just sometimes. But yeah. over there, literally every show is like, wait, I didn't have to say anything. I just, I might just do like this. Mm, and then everybody just puts your hands up. It's like, yeah, I need to come out here more often. <laughs> so, yeah, just my experience, though, uh, Europeans. But I guess it's because maybe they don't get to see American acts as often as, you know, here in the States. Because over here, you know, we're in L.A., you can always go to your favorite celebrity, like DM them on Instagram. So. But then again, you're the same thing. But you, you get what I'm trying to say because um, yeah, you can get to see us out there a lot. So it's like, oh, EDM DJ, whatever. So yeah, I feel like it's kind of like the same thing. Uh, like with stand up, when you go to a random ass town and they have like nothing, like no, like it's not as much as entertainment. Like like LA, dude. Like if you want to go see stand up, bro, you could go to like ten different places at the same exact time. 
But like you go to some small ass town in Tennessee and it's like these people go to the show because they want to go to the show. They're there for the show and they enjoy the show. Whereas people in LA, they're like, oh, this, like, you know, one guy goes up and bombs. They're like, well, we're out of here. You know, it's like they don't really give it a chance because they have so many other, so many more options than yeah. some of these other small towns or wherever. Yeah. They just, yeah. They, yeah. they, people in it, people in LA view, like their time as, as money type of thing. And they're like, well, I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my money. I need to get out of here type of thing. And the same thing with like the phones where it's like, like you'll catch people. Did I just went, I went and I saw uh, Daniel Tosh at a theater uh, a couple weeks ago. And this lady was sitting right in front of me uh, just was like recording half the show on her phone and like, but wasn't laughing. I'm like, bro, we paid like a hundred bucks to be, I was in the third row, bro. I was like, we paid all this money. Um, uh, we paid all this money to like hop in this and then uh, you're just going to record it. And you're not even paying attention. You're not even laughing. It's like, what the hell? Um, sorry. I saw the replay. telling me time at 943. I wasn't. Yeah. Hold up. I don't know. I didn't realize this is how long it's been since zoom. I thought zoom was free. Now it says time left 937 upgrade. I think it's 40 minutes and then we could probably jump back on again to the, um, Wait, Do another end. 40? Yeah, or, or however, I guess however much time left. All right, dope. Well, at least they give us a countdown. Yeah, I can just yeah. I just combine the two. That's ridiculous. What the hell? Yeah, I had no idea they, they have a timer for these things. Why didn't they start why didn't they start charging people during the pandemic? Is anybody even using Zoom anymore? And now they're like, let's charge people. <laughs> right, what? Back to work. So it should be. Back to being free again, I guess. Whatever. Charging people should have been the first thing that they did when everybody was using it. Now nobody uses it. Right. <laughs> did you ever do any? Did you ever do any Zoom shows during the pandemic? Um, that's a good question. I did. Like I would do TikTok lives, but I never did. A, I got invited to one, but it was just weird. It's like you're in there, and there's like 300 other people who are like on the thing. It's, <laughs> it just felt weird. I'm like, no, nah, I'm out. This, <laughs> this is not true. <laughs> yeah. I got invited to one, some EDM thing on a Friday night live club kind of thing. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'll wait till yeah. shows are back. <laughs> yeah, bro. I did one Zoom show and I was like, never again, dude. Like, yeah, it's like you're just looking at people, like, like their little faces on there. And it's like, you can't really like, it's like, and then like the people like snapping and, and shit. And I'm like, this isn't what I this isn't what I write for, bro. Oh, so as you're talking, people are laughing back. Like, doesn't that interrupt you and your show? It did, yeah, right? it's, it was weird. And I'd just be like sitting in my, like, just like this, I'd be sitting in my bedroom. <laughs> it's like, I, so I just did the one and I was like, this is ass. And so I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, I felt, I thought maybe I'd get something out of it. And I felt worse than I did going into it. <laughs> and everybody was like, that was great. Thanks for coming. And I was like, I didn't go anywhere. Like, I just, I didn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everything just got weird in the pandemic. Um, you would think we saw using like VR headsets and, you know, like to imitate like a real life thing, but I guess technology is not ready for that yet. So. No. Yeah, dude, they're doing, there's, there's this guy that does like a VR, VR comedy show now where like everybody in the room has their own avatar character and they like they have the headset on it like they're like in the room 
but it's like so like the guy they could see everybody else it's it's really weird and i don't think like i don't think that i'm sure people said this about planes and cars and trains so that's not the future that'll never whatever but like i i i'll never do it fuck that i'm never gonna just be virtually sitting in some room when i just show up right <laughs> Although with the prices of gas, dude, hell, maybe throw me a pair of goggles, bro. Oh yeah, there was a festival I got booked for that got canceled with COVID, and they invited me to do the um, the Zoom thing, uh, the virtual thing, and they told me to. So I I did a set, like I literally had to redo my set like ten times, like we recorded. I'm honestly my hard drive space is almost gone after I did that thing. Oh, for the Zoom thing? Yeah, something. Yeah, oh. yeah. And they said, okay, just submit your set, and then they'll they'll played live like it's like a live stream kind of thing i had to redo that whole thing it was, it was just weird it's like i was like yeah here, here this, these are two variations whatever you guys want to use yeah why well, never that's, did the live one that's funny if you're so you're just doing it like you're like yeah put put your hands up i don't <laughs> i don't i don't see y'all putting your hands up just like pretending like you just have to fake it like to so the imaginary people like yeah Put your fucking hands up. And then all the avatars I put in the emoji hands. <laughs> that shit was fucking weird. <laughs> oh man. Crazy. Yeah, that I, I mean the whole pandemic is I didn't think it was gonna last as long as it did. And then it's funny now that like shows are like in full swing and like it's like it never happened. It's like the weirdest. I mean, I don't know. I, I moved out here to I moved out here to Austin so that I could start, you know traveling all over and, and save more money that way and just be closer to just be in the middle of the country. But uh, like gas, everything is like so much more expensive. Like now that since I left and the pandemic, I don't know stuff. Do you still have to wear masks in buildings now? Um, no, they took the mask manual off like two months ago in LA. Well, you, you live in Austin or you moving back? I live in Austin now. Oh, okay. And then, I mean, flights during the pandemic, bro, I don't, did you, were you flying anywhere during the pandemic? I probably went out to Maryland once to see family, but wait, I did go to Salt Lake City. Um, no, that was before the pandemic. No, I didn't go. I didn't go. No, no. Dude, I was scared in the pandemic. Like literally, I would order food and then I would take a, like Lysol and wipe the outside before I bring it to the house. Were you really? Yeah, like they told us we're gonna die. <laughs> That if you sneeze, somebody sneezes, it comes out of their car. Remember when it first started, it was like they literally made everybody scared of that thing. I so. was scared for like I was scared for like three weeks. And then my buddy's mom got it and she's a fucking fat ass. And then she lived. <laughs> and I was like, oh well, I'm fine then. <laughs> and so I wasn't scared anymore. Yeah, all my friends got it except for me. Well. Then again, I don't know if I got it. Or I just didn't show any symptoms, but I got tested and I never had it. But I never had symptoms, nothing. But everybody around me, literally ninety-nine percent of my friends had that thing, and I guess I was just lucky. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, now that it's over, I feel like it's unlucky, bro. Like if I have, because I never got it either, ne never tested positive. But like, I feel like my grandkids are gonna think I'm a like a bitch for never getting it or something. <laughs> You're gonna tell them in 20, 25 years, like yeah, um, twenty twenty there was this. Pandemic that happened, and yeah, everybody got this the, the vid, but I never caught it. Like, well, granddad, why didn't you catch it? Like, you're not real. <laughs> I know, dude. You 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 loser. You weren't going out or what? It's like, man. <laughs> oh, I I did go to. I went to Atlanta. Um, I remember. So I went to one of my homeboys. We went out to party. 
Like literally, it just felt like there was no COVID. It was like everybody was masked, all the clubs, people were jam-packed. I'm like, don't people know this, this is a real threat? And I heard in Florida, it was the same thing too. Like, yeah. care about no masks. How was it in Austin? Yeah, yeah. Well, ever since I've been here, there's been no masks. It's uh, it's like people like look down on you if you wear a mask. Like they'll spit on you, and it's like, damn. What? But like, no. But I haven't I haven't worn a mask in forever. I think the only times I would put on a mask is to get on a plane. Oh yeah, like I was saying, like flights during the pandemic, bro. Like round trip from L.A. to Austin and back. Like round trip was like eighty bucks, and now it's like three hundred again. But like during the pandemic, it was like 80 bucks round trip because like the, the airplanes needed they, the airlines still were open. Like you just need to wear masks and all that crazy stuff. But uh, yeah, dude, it was like 80 bucks. And so when I was booking like all these shows and stuff and uh, like, you know, getting all the, the flight information and stuff, I was like, well, this isn't I'm not making as much here as I thought I was going to make when I said yes to, <laughs> to go into these places, bro. I was like, man, because I was still like, oh, yeah, dude. 80 buck flight, you're paying me this. Hell yeah, bro. I'm fucking, I'm making all this money. And now flights are like 500 bucks again. I'm like, damn, bro, what the hell? <laughs> What's the living expenses? Like, is it expensive to live out there, Austin? No, dude, it's like dirt cheap. Like, uh, I've been paying my rent, like, just from a couple shows, like, from one weekend. It's super cheap wow. out here, bro. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Are you doing a lot of gigs in Texas or you just stay there to go everywhere? I pretty much go everywhere. I feel like I do more shows on the road than I do in town. But I mean, I do stuff in I do stuff in town as well. Uh, let's All go right. ahead and let's see if we could transition this. Give me one sec. Stubborn. Bam! We're right back in it. That's uh, we just got the the ghetto way of avoiding a payment. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope, Zoom. I am not giving you my money. It's not happening. If I didn't give you my money back then, I'm not giving it to you now. <laughs> right. You should have charged me for that back in the pandemic. Nah, I can't believe they really, they really fumbled the bag, bro. Like they could have charged, they could have charged. Well, here's the thing. I was going to say that they could have charged as much money as they wanted, but then that anybody else could have just came out with the same, pretty much exact same app. And all it would take is Kim Kardashian to send one tweet about it. And then now everybody's using it. So Wait, was Zoom a thing before COVID? I don't even remember. Like, was uh, yeah, it was like it was like a like people would use it for like just random meetings and stuff. And I, but like my little brother was in high school during the pandemic, and they were using it. Like his classes were on Zoom, so like they like people weren't doing that. Hmm. Now there's like like I I could have my dick out right now. You have no idea. Like, <laughs> Like Zoom has its benefits, you know, but. Oh man, that's crazy. Remember all those guys who got caught? Um, they got caught from in, in 4K on Zoom. I forgot, there was one popular dude, I think it was a reporter or something, CNN or something, I don't know. Oh yeah, he got caught like, like a, it was like jerking off like in front of that girl or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, bro, <laughs> yeah. Poor dude. Well, Zoom automatically like keeps your video on, so it's yeah. I don't blame him though. Whatever. Well, it's funny because of all those people. I remember uh, those people would they would put tape over their camera because they thought that like the government was watching them. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, nobody's watching Andy Nguyen in the library. Like, take that tape off. They don't give a fuck about you. 
Oh man, crazy. But what's next? What's next for you, man? Like, what, what are you? What do you got your eyes set on? Like, what's coming out next? What's going on? It's a very good, loaded question. Um, we're pushing um, Miss You Bad as Impact and Radio from July next month. So we're going to do national radio, all the radio promo, all that stuff. Um, I do have some more new music I'm working on. I'm in the process of it's. It's gonna thing where summer today officially summer starts. Cool, and I know my music does very well in summer, so I wanted. Wait, is that is that wait? Is today really the first day of summer? Officially June twenty first, right? Early twenty. Oh shit! Oh shit! What the hell? I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and funny rain in LA this morning. Like I woke up at five o'clock because of the rain. I just had one hour. Like, wait, it's not supposed to be summer. So, <laughs> yeah, like LA is not supposed to rain. That's why I made that post on IG. Like, it doesn't snow, it doesn't rain in Southern California. But um <laughs> I have a, a bunch of new music I'm working on. I'm just trying to find a home for them right now. Um and I'm gonna be start doing shows in the fall. I wanna like get a bunch of stuff out. And I'm doing like I'm doing um I'm gonna put out some mixes too, some DJ mixes. I haven't put stuff out in a while. Like literally, I'm it just feels like I'm waking up after COVID. Like when the pandemic happened, I just put everything on pause. Like, you know, I just taking my time, taking my time. And I thought it won't come out till probably 2023. And then boom, January, like everything is back to normal. Like, Crap. Now I have to start rushing to get get stuff together. Yeah, yeah. So we're working on booking um, shows in the fall, and I'll be in Europe too in the fall in mid August through September. So I'm going to go to yes. Barcelona, Spain. Um, to Spain, like Barcelona, Ibiza, the UK again. Um, they start doing our US shows. So that's what's next in the next few months. For now, we're going to shoot the music video for Miss You Bad in July 16, I think. So this guy's nice. gonna, yeah, it's gonna be like yacht, cruise, you know, beautiful women, bikini. It's gonna be that be a fun shoot. <laughs> you ever you ever you ever think that you're gonna make you're gonna go with the times and maybe like have like a tranny in there or something? <laughs> have everybody included. <laughs> Wait, is is that the I'm trying to state is that the PG term? <laughs> was it, was oh. It oh, are we not supposed to call them trannies? Look. I'm, <laughs> I'm oh, oh shit! Oh shit! Whoops! <laughs> uh, I didn't know. That's that's just how I. That's just what I grew up with. Like transgenders. Yeah, I, I grew up saying the same thing too. Um, hey, look. Um, as long as that thing is not poking out, we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let me just say, I love women, uh, natural born women. Um, there we go. Personal preference, you know. Can do whatever you want to do, you know. Like everybody's invited, like to come party. Um, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Dude, I accidentally, I accidentally got sucked up by uh, by a tranny. Uh, it's it's kind of a long story. It doesn't matter. But now I have like a newfound respect. For <laughs> Did you see the Adam's apple? Like no, was it nighttime? Well, it was nighttime, and I it was off Tinder, and so it was somebody using. Like, I got catfished, but it ended up being oh, like a guy. Man. But he had his he had his like hood on completely and like the 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 tie around the hood was tied completely and he was wearing a wig. So the only I couldn't see any face and the way she was sitting in the car, I was like, I was getting kind of sketched out. And then before I could say anything, like in like the most Michael Jackson voice I've ever heard, she was like, 
how do you how do you feel about Roadhead? And I was like, I'm not gonna say no to that. And so like, I never saw her face. She just dove down, started blowing me, and I was like, this is the shit. And then like I tried to like pull the hood back, but like it wouldn't move. Like it was like glued to the the wig or something. And I was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a grab, like grab a handful of some ass. And I reached down there and like, all I felt was a pool of sweat and hair. Oh man. And I was like, I was like, yo, show me your face. And the guy like, like didn't like, and I was like, show me your face right fucking now. And he opened the door and ran away. So I never saw, I never saw the guy's face. He literally opened the door at the red light and ran away. And I just sat there. I just sat there, man. I was like, man, I think that was a guy, bro. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> wow. So you didn't even get some nut. You didn't... No, I went, I went home, dude. <laughs> dude, I went home and I started like showering. I, I washed my dick like 20 times. I called my buddy uh, and she, and I was like, man, dude, like I got to go get tested. And she was like, why do you got to go get tested? I was like, cause that was a guy. And she's like, well, you could get STDs from girls too. And I was like, those don't count. <laughs> wow. When did this happen recently? Or, wow. uh, it was like six months ago now. In Texas or LA? Texas. Yeah. Damn. But my buddy was like, man, I'm surprised you didn't get more mad. And I was like, man, I just started thinking about how whatever that dude is going through where he feels he has to dress up in a wig and, blow dudes on accident that's whatever he's going through is way worse than what i went through so i'm good <laughs> i was like yeah i bet that was like the best head you got in your life <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the worst i'll tell you that yeah i guess all my gay friends they tell me like um gay dudes give the bad i mean i've never been with a gay dude but they're like sure, oh. sure. <laughs> me neither me neither <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, because it's a dude and they know, understand, kind of like how women give the best head to other women because they understand the female anatomy. So. I call bullshit on that, dude. Like, I know how to play baseball. That doesn't mean I could go up there and hit a home run. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know that I'm supposed to go up there and hit the ball. That doesn't mean I could do it. Just like I know, like, I know fundamentally, like, what girls do when they suck dick, but I feel like I can't just go up there and hit a home run. Like, fuck that. Like, you know, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. I call bullshit. Yeah, I probably wouldn't know what to do. Um, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't even know what to do at all. They'd get like it would just be awkward. The guy would be like, "Are you gonna cry?" It was like probably. <laughs> that's kind of fucked up, though. Like I hate when they do that. That kind of, that catfish stuff. It's like oh, I know. Yeah. I've gotten catfish before by like chicks, but it'll be like they'll they'll have pictures on their account of them like five years ago. And so yeah. like now they're like fat and I'll still, I'll still bang them. Cause I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm already here. But like, you know, I wouldn't have if they had posted a normal, like a picture of them now. Yeah. That's happened to me way too many times. And then she shows up. I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell you a funny story. This happened. Um, this wasn't a catfish because we met at a club, uh, but she was standing by the wall the entire time and it was dark. So, you know, we <laughs> Little, you probably wouldn't know where I'm going with this. We dance a little dilly dance. You know, it's just nice, kind of thick, you know, juicy. You know, I'm getting into it. You know, club lights and everything, a little drunk. Cool. So I get the number. Um, and she's like, yeah, hit me up. You know, but we were in the wall dancing, so everything just seemed cool. So I left. I didn't see her leave. I just walked. And then I think the next day or the day after, I hit her up like, hey, what's good? Let's uh, link up, you know, come through. She's like, oh, yeah, come pick me up. And then I picked her up. So I drove over and then... 
when I pulled up, I'm on the left side, right? This is her house on the left. And she was standing on the porch. So I drove around to make a U-turn to come back. And by the time I came back, she was already like right there next to the thing to enter the car. And then she opened the door and sat in, cool. And then <laughs> I go pick up food. Uh, we go pick up food. I just went and picked it up, got back in the car and then uh, parked outside my house. And then she comes out. So I'm still in the car, like getting stuff together. But I noticed like she's kind of like limping. It's like, <laughs> and it was a little, <laughs> it was like, wait, it's something like, did she hit a leg or something? And then I come out and then she start walking. I noticed like she, she has one leg, like the other leg is like really thin. I don't know what, what's that condition they call it. Oh, like she, like she had a prosthetic or something. I don't know, but it was like Ben and it was like super thin and, you know, she's like, like, <laughs> I've never heard of that. Yeah. So it was, it was like, cur- I, I don't know. It was some, I, yeah. I was like, whoa. Um, I can't really follow her because I met her, you know, even though it was dark and everything, but like, um, yeah, what am I going to do? So I hit up my boys like, yo, what should I do? Like, you know, she has one leg and I mean, like, okay, like, how do I smash? Do I, like, spread one to the side? Do I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a funny group chat. <laughs> um, I started up smashing. It was... Because she had a fat ass. I was like, yeah. Fuck it. But how did you... How did you do it? I just moved one to the side, but I was, like, really <laughs> careful so I don't hurt it. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was... Did you ever... Did you ever ask her what was up? No, I didn't ask any questions. I... <laughs> A man of business. Yeah, I think she knew what's up because uh, let's keep it real. Like women like that, they don't have they don't get, they don't get too many options like that. Like because right. most guys won in the day daytime wouldn't, you know, same thing with with fat with plus size women. So you know, yeah. I mean same dudes, thing, you know. same thing goes for guys too. Exactly. Guys like, and girls, yeah, it's like it's a two-way street on that for yeah. sure. Girls will normally go for fat dudes. And same thing with guys, dudes with one leg, like, you know, you want, so, yeah. So, but this is a while ago. This is like probably seven, eight years ago. It's been a while. That's, that's funny that you didn't ask. But I had a, I, I hooked up with this girl and she like refused to take her shirt off like the whole time. And then afterwards, like after we were done, we were like sitting there. And so I, I like, I just asked her, I was like, so like, how come you don't want to take your shirt off? And she was like, I just didn't want to. And I was like, and this was like maybe six months ago, bro. Like this chick was like 23. And I was like, what did you have? Like open heart surgery as a kid or something? And then she started crying. And I was like, fuck, dude. I was like, yeah. Oh shit. So she did? I don't know. I never found out. I never I like I never like, I never talked to her again. So I was just like, I don't know. But I literally was just like, did you have our open heart surgery or something? Because it's I felt like a I felt like Napoleon Dynamite when he was like <laughs> He's like, I see you're drinking one percent milk. Is that because you think you're fat? Like it was like it was like that. <laughs> Wait, did you smash? No. Oh yeah, yeah. And so like, but she kept her shirt on like the entire time. So that's why I was like, did you have like surgery or something? Like, and then she started crying, and I was like, oh shit. Well, whatever it was. Was like, fat? Huh? No, no. She was really skinny. Like she was, she was gorgeous. And I was like, man, like. That's why I was like, man, I'm trying to see these titties. And then she was like, <laughs> nah. And I was like. I'm yes, sucking too, baby. What's good? <laughs> <laughs> so what Show the hell, bro? Like, what a rip! What a rip off! <laughs> that's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, this chick, she had a she had a because I'm an ass man, so she had like. A, so I was like, "Fuck it, <laughs> you just you just go in." 
And I think one of my boys now met her at another party in the same city and she invited him to her apartment and he was like, yo, I have some girl, this is that on the third. It was like, I was like, oh shit, it's the same, what's her name, the same girl. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know if he's mad, I don't even remember if he did, but yeah, it was low key. He went at 2 a.m. in the morning, like he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's not, <laughs> not going during the daytime. Oh are my you, God. Are you Eskimo brothers with any of your boys? Uh, wait, Esk what's, what's that? Eskimo brothers is when like you and your homie like bang the same chick, like just not at the same time. Like it's like you lived in the same hole at one point. Oh yeah, plenty of times. I mean, chicks like they bang, they they love to do that shit. They'll bang you, your best friend, like. And Isn't then we that find weird? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It's funny because like girls will do that. They'll run through like a friend group, but like if I want to bang my my ex-girlfriend's friend, then I'm like the biggest piece of shit. It's like, what? Right, and it, and it gets personal. Yeah, I've, I've been to a few friend groups um, and they, everybody gets mad at me. I'm like, you asshole, this, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? But I met you through one of my boys who you smashed like six months ago, so. Yeah, exa <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, that's different. It was like, a, it was a while ago. I'm like, I mean, you introduced me to your friends and then they hit me up on Instagram, like they DM me like, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of like Instagram and like TikTok and stuff, uh, do you ever, when people, how do you react when people, do people post like negative comments and like, how do you react? Do you just delete them? Yeah, for the most part on TikTok, I delete them. Instagram, sometimes I flame them. Like, um, I think I posted something and the guy said, uh, your song sucks and i was like your mom sucks <laughs> <laughs> and normally it's not something i would post because you know my whole brand and vibe is goodbye positive which it is but yeah sometimes we just post the most random troll shit and you just have to fight fire with fire like and they post it from these accounts with no profile picture private and i'm like at least let me see you so i can flame you like you know yeah, yeah. why are you you know i'm here to promote my music like why are you you know, some people, they take it to heart and they get depressed and do crazy shit. But I'm like, I know these people are trolls, but why, you know, the song has like 7 million streams and somebody likes it. So why are you telling me all oh, your shit sucks? Like, yeah. You don't like it, keep it moving, you know? <laughs> I, I used to, I stopped because I, I thought I started getting like reported and shadow banned. But like when people, like one time I posted a clip and some random guy that doesn't even follow me or nothing commented, He's like, hey, the 70s wants the wants their joke back or some shit like that. Or like, no, he said, he said, this would have killed in the 70s. And I was like, and so I responded to him and I just said, kill yourself. And it was, I was like, <laughs> and then it got deleted by Instagram. And then I was like, because like somebody reported it, probably that guy. Uh, and I was just like, man, if you're gonna say some stuff like that, just kill yourself, bro. Yeah. You know, like I don't like you know what I mean? You can't handle it. Don't come with the fire. Like you yeah. came on my page and you talking shit like you're trying to hurt my feelings so i mean my song song your mom song like tell your sister i said hi like during <laughs> the week like i miss your sister like i would say some random toxic shit like you know. whenever i whenever i do get a negative comment and it doesn't happen like all too often uh like whenever i do get a negative comment though i most of them just make me laugh like sometimes i think that they're fucking funny do you ever video reply to negative comments? Like flame them? 
Sometimes. I mean, it's like, usually it's just like, I'll just laugh and I'll just like double tap it. Uh, I don't even really know what I'm doing. Like in my comment section, like the algorithm or whatever people, people react, like they'll comment for laughing emojis and I'll just like respond like the praying emoji and a laughing emoji. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, bro. Like, like, or people like, bro, this is hilarious. I'm just like, thanks. Like, I don't know how to, <laughs> you know, I don't know how to, because, you know, you can't really say too much because then it's like, all right, dude, like, what it like, you can't be like, thanks, man. I really worked hard on this or something. Now you're just like a fucking lame-o. So it's like, I don't know what's the right response. And I, but I do know what the wrong response is. So it's right. like, it's such a weird little gray area. And I usually just like respond with an emoji. Yeah, there was one picture I posted and somebody commented that uh, this guy looks like um, a fat, the middle of a fashion novel model and a homeless man or something. Or <laughs> and I was like, um, did your dad ever come back? I, 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 but I, I deleted it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I heard I deleted it. <laughs> I was like, did your dad come back? Yeah, it did, the guy's profile was private, of course. No profile picture. I'm like, why are you roasting me in my? I mean, it was, I thought it was funny though, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You ever you ever see those videos of celebrities reading the mean tweets? No, just the Reddit ones. So. Oh, it's a it's a, a it's a segment that Jimmy Kimmel does on his show where he brings in celebrities and they have them read like mean tweets about them, uh, and it's like really funny, bro. Like I just watched this one and Wiz Khalifa read this tweet where somebody tweeted they said Wiz Khalifa looks like a homeless woman uh and, and then it like zooms in on his face and he really does look like a homeless woman bro like it's it's pretty funny dude sometimes when I like see celebs post up the first thing I do is just go to the comments like I just want to see all the roasting like I just crack up like especially if um maybe it's posted on like uh not the TMZ maybe some meme account posted like roasting them I just go through the comments, like some of those comments are fucking hilarious. Like, dude. <laughs> like That's I used my to favorite get part. Yeah. So my favorite part about Twitter is like the replies. Did you see that um you see some like Congress guy whatever you see his racist tweet that he tweeted this morning or yesterday? Uh -huh. No, what's his name? Uh this dude. I have a screenshot. Let's see. Oh, this dude, his name is Steve King. There's a day ago he tweeted and said, I spent Juneteenth all day in the hot sun hoeing and pulling weeds and thinking about what it would have been like to have been a slave. At the end of the day, I thought about what it would have been like to be an aborted baby. At least I got to see the sunrise and the sunset. <laughs> and so like, yes, yeah, so like, I don't know if you can see, like this is like the top response was just somebody and yeah but all the responses are just being like this isn't what i expected like and then it's just a bunch of people like flaming this guy but like he like meant it like seriously like he literally was tweeting that he thinks it would have been it's better to have been a slave than an aborted baby and then there's like a hundred thousand responses and i read through like half of them because i was like man this is intense bro wow i think he wanted that like Come on, bro. It's 2022. You know, saying shit like that. <laughs> Slave and then well, the abortion women rights. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I think that it's my buddy got mad or whatever. And he's like, blah, blah, who's like not a comedian. I was like, bro, if you think about it, that's hilarious. That like that he tweeted that because like he, he tweeted it 
from a place of like racism or whatever. And like, he's actually being serious. Like he seriously believes whatever he tweeted, which what makes, I think it's fucking hilarious that this dude was like just sitting on the toilet or something. Just like, man, this is, this is the tweet. Like this is, this is a banger right here. <laughs> and then everybody's just, everybody's clowning him. <laughs> wow. that was the first thing i saw when i woke up this morning was that tweet and i was like man today's gonna be a good day (laughs) i'm gonna go through the comments and see what everybody's saying oh you pulled you found it yeah honestly yeah (laughs) wow i i can't believe you didn't delete it yeah i'm shocked like normally stuff like this twitter either take it down or i don't know people would like try to cancel him or i'm shocked it's still up that's why I was like, man, a day ago, I was like, holy shit. I forgot who was a comedian I was listening to. Um, I forgot her name. Anyway, like, I actually do love a lot of, like, um, racial comedy where it could be the white dude to, um, saying, um, making racial jokes about either Mexicans or black people. But it's like, it's always like a gray area, like, okay, you know, because of our PG everything is like, you can't really go too far with certain things. Like, what do you think about the whole Dave Chappelle and the transgender thing like that happened? Oh man, I haven't even really been following that whole thing, but I think that it's crazy that some dude like attacked him on stage or whatever. And like the whole, I don't even know. All I, all I've seen is people's reactions to what he was saying. I actually don't even remember what he said, if I'm being honest. When I watched it, I just don't remember it. Like it's it's a very like that's the whole thing with like the transgender communities. I don't really give a fuck. Like like you could just do go do whatever you want over there. You know what I mean? Like I don't I'm not gonna hate somebody. Like I don't care. Like I'm not gonna you know. And so I don't think that whatever he's saying is people are saying that he's transphobic. And I don't believe that you know Dave Chappelle's transphobic. I don't really think he gives a shit. I think he was just trying to be funny and people took it the wrong way. Yeah, because the comedian that passed away, the, he gave an opportunity to was a trans comedian. Like the whole, I guess he was like pulling, you know, they should call like dark comedy, like it was pulling everything together. And, but people, people get super sensitive with like very little things and like, oh, you shouldn't say that. Yeah. But I, I thought the jokes, I, I honestly, I don't even remember any of the jokes. Like, but That's I what I'm saying. I don't remember them. I'm like, I don't, I couldn't tell you what he said. Just know um, at the end he dedicated it to her, the uh, trans comedian that passed away, and that's all I remember. But like, oh, can Netflix cancel him? If not, we're gonna cancel you. Like, cancel Dave Chappelle. Yeah, right. Canceling Netflix. <laughs> Good luck. Cancel everything. Like this whole cancel culture, just a piece of shit. It's just stupid. It's it's yeah. It's it's extremely weird, and I I like when uh, all this stuff comes out. I'll start thinking about like, oh man, like the fucking, what have I done? And you know, luckily I can't think of anything. But like, I've done some. I think it's I've done some crazy ass shit. You know, like I poisoned a teacher, or like you know, I gave laxatives to I gave laxatives to a teacher, and it was like technically assault. Or I did, you know, I faked a seizure in class. But like, it was all like class clown shit. Like nothing. Like nobody's gonna like go on TMZ and be like fucking you know pulled this guy off Netflix. He faked the seizure in his Spanish class. You know what I mean? But yeah, some people, of the stuff you do see is pretty dumb. People pick and choose what they want to cancel you for. Like they'll dig in, like somebody's probably going to go into your podcast, maybe like 50 podcasts ago to pick 
uh, different things and then put the, whole, put the whole thing into a collage and then post it like, this guy's a racist, transphobic piece of shit. Like, oh, oh I know. That's okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. I'm going to get canceled, too. <laughs> did you watch that? Did you watch the compilation video of Joe Rogan saying the N-word on his podcast? Did you watch it? I saw parts of it. Um, Dude, if you, I'll send you the full video. I think it's only like 27 seconds. If I got to find the right one because when I saw it, I laughed my ass off, bro. <laughs> Not because of him saying it, but it was the way that the person edited the video was yeah. was very funny. Because and then at the end, they went, you know, him, you know, Edward, 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 and then the last one, it's like he takes a deep breath and pauses and then says it. I was like, bro, the timing, the timing was hilarious. I was like, you can't edit it this way. You can't. And then have me take it serious. Uh, that was, that one was that one where, he, you know, people were trying to cancel him for that. That one was interesting because I was like, I've, you know, I've never said the fucking N word on my podcast. Uh, you know, I've never said a racial slur on my podcast ever. So it's like, good, you know, listen to everything. Good luck. You know, I don't give a shit. But for that one where, you know, he gave, you know, he posts his apology and he gave his reasoning for saying it. It's like, okay, cool. That's an, that's a good reason, you know, for maybe once or twice, but there was like, they found it. Like, he said it like 70 times. I'm like, bro, that's, that's 70 times, bro. Like that's excessive, dude. You can't, you can't tell me. You can't tell me that you have an excuse for saying it 70 times, bro. Like, that's too much, man. I'll be honest. I never, because I, I wouldn't say I'm a Rogan. I've listened to, like, I listen to this podcast, like, when he has certain guests that I like. But yeah, the same. I didn't even find it offensive. Like, I didn't think, I don't, I don't know. I, didn't, I don't think he's a racist. Like, I've never heard of everything. I, I do not think he's a racist. Like, I've met racist people. I, I know what a racist person is, like. Yeah. So when people and I think there was an agenda for that because of the whole Spotify thing and musicians not getting royalties and so somebody like okay let's get this guy off since Spotify gave him 150 million. I don't think, I don't want to get deep into that, but yeah I don't yeah I don't, I, don't, I, I, I listened to parts of it the clip, but um, I was like wait this guy I, I didn't feel any kind of I didn't think it would yeah <laughs> dude I don't think I think it's impossible. For him to be racist like in a way like he's always been cool to me i've only met him a couple times but he's always been super cool maybe because i'm white like i don't know but uh he was uh Are you white? Every... i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> uh but you know he's been doing stand-up and like in entertainment related shit for like 35 years it's in you you can't that like okay well you know that it's like especially but in this and especially, you know, he started in, you know, like Boston, he's been doing all this other stuff. And like, he's been in underground scenes, like you're not making it to like that level. If you know, you're racist, you know what I mean? Like, cause people work gets out, especially with like this under shit where it's like, somebody's like, Hey, don't book this guy. Don't work with this guy. Like, it's all very word of mouth. Like there's a lot of stuff you're not going to see on Twitter, you know, in the standup world. And I'm sure it's the exact same in the music industry where it's like, don't work with this guy. He's like a creep or don't work with this guy because of this. And it just, you know, a lot of it doesn't see the public eye. And then, which I do think is fucking funny when it does reach the public eye and everybody's like, I never could have seen it coming. And then everybody else, uh, everybody else is like, oh, you know, we totally could have seen this coming, but. 
Yeah, the, like the thing I hate about the cancel culture thing is when they go to somebody's, because I mean, who you are today is not going to be who you are. I mean, you, you can change in a month, you can change in five years, but they go pull shit from way back in your past. And they use that as a catalyst to like, you know, with the Kevin Hart stuff or a bunch I was of- I just things. thinking about the Kevin Hart one. They just go way back and like, come on. Like, <laughs> you know, it's until they see you get on a certain platform that they don't want you to be on. It's like, all right, let's take this guy out. You know, it's it's like really petty. It's, it's like, um, I want to say the school bully or, um, how do I explain it? It's, it's like the school bully, like they feel like, okay, um, oh yeah, like they feel they have all the power. Oh yeah, let's get rid of this guy. Like, you know, it's like, no, <laughs> like if you have an issue, speak up about it. Like, okay, if I say I'm sorry, like let it go. But how many times am I gonna keep apologizing for something? Like, you know, somebody did bad, keep it moving, you know, but then, oh, no, we wanna take this guy out. Like, no, we just, just go, we don't like you, we're gonna find something in, you know, it's, yeah, it's toxic bullying behavior. It's it, it's weird how that only happens in like certain areas. Like it never it never like people. I was I just found out. I just did a show. I just headlined a show in Orange County, and my sixth grade science teacher came to the show. And afterwards, we were talking, and we came to the realization. So we're friends on Facebook, and my third grade teacher, uh, Miss Gonzowski, is friends with her online. So I was like, oh, you know, Miss Gonzowski. She was my third grade teacher. And my sixth grade science teacher was like, oh, that was your class. And I was like, what do you, like, what was my class? And she's like, oh, like, so what happened was in third grade, my first two weeks, I had a teacher, his name was Mr. Atkinson. Uh, and he, after two weeks just disappeared. And we were told that he like went on vacation and then decided to retire. And so I just found out a couple of weeks ago after this show, she told me that he actually had to resign because he got caught like fucking some kids. Holy yeah. God. And none of the parents were told about it though. And so I just found out for the first time and this was, I was in third grade, bro, years ago. Yeah. Like this had to be like 2005 or whatever, dude. And so it's like, I think that it's, it's crazy that like only now, like are people, you know, if you're in a position of power, it's like, nobody gives a fuck about my third grade teacher. Let, let it, let's let him resign. Who cares? But like, if that were, you know, Diplo or something, you know what I mean? It'd be like, oh yeah, let me just go retire. Nah, I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna punish you. We're gonna nail you to the cross and everything. We're gonna put the thorns on your head. Yeah, it's when they see you have some type of influence. That's when they, you know, maybe you have like a hundred thousand million followers on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. You know, and they look at you on a certain pedestal. Like, okay, we want to let's bring this person down. You know, let's take away their livelihood. You know, you know, it's like. Okay, yeah, he fuck kids. That's horrible, but yeah, let the let the judge like let him go to court and deal with that shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is the funniest thing because it's the it's the court of it's the court of public opinion public or whatever. Opinion. Because you never see any of this stuff like go to actual trial, and it's like that's why I don't know what to believe. Sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, that could have happened, but it also couldn't. You know, like there's a possibility. I wasn't fucking there. Yeah, because sometimes I keep looking at my past. I keep like, okay, um, wait, did I do anything? Like, especially when the um, the Me Too movement like really became crazy, probably a few years back. I just became super careful every time I'm dealing with women. I'm like, hi, are you okay? Is everything all right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. 
Because the way I grew up, like the women I was around, like you have to be assertive. You have to be, I mean, you still have to be, but you know, be like, hey, what's up? Like, hey, hey, come here. Like, you know, a little bit of swag. Like, you know, you, sometimes I'd be like, oh, hi, how about I'd be like, hey, are you all right? Like, uh, can I talk? Like, and then people and now, like, <laughs> Yeah, now you ask him, like, dude, I'll be in like the middle, like, you haven't, we'll be in the middle of having sex or something. I'll be like, man, like, we still good? It's like, shut up and fuck me, pussy. It's like, okay, you ask. <laughs> Exactly. Because you can have sex one second and the next minute it turns to rave. We're like, wait, you know, you have to ask for permission every fucking stroke. It's like, <laughs> okay, I'm 10 strokes deep. Okay, can I go to 11 stroke? Are you okay? Um, are you dry now? Do you want to pause? Like, no, keep going. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a crazy world now, man. I got to start carrying, like, uh, I'm going to start carrying um, contracts. Yeah, like the uh, fucking consent forms. Yeah. Like I, like I'm going on a field trip to their pussy or something. It's like, can you sign this? <laughs> yeah, I started thinking about it, like every single girl I've, I've uh, been with, like, wait, did I ever do, you know, because then my Instagram started getting bigger. Like, wait, somebody was going to come out of woodwork and say, oh, uh, back in 2015, uh, when we met at this bar, like, I told you to stop, but you didn't. I'm like, wait, I don't remember anything, but... <laughs> you know, you start, yeah man stop thinking that shit like wait because pe people do pop out and it's always a thing where i get it like um most times people never believe women even when the stories are true but you know sometimes somebody just wants to be a bad actor and just like fuck up your shit so it's like you know well then there's this whole like i didn't really follow up with the amber heard thing the whole thing with jesse smollett like like so many people are out there like making shit up that like it like floods like the real shit never comes to light because now people are like okay well now everybody's fucking lying and it like takes away from actual victims and like actual you know what i mean and like now there's you know these famous people and like all this other shit now actual victims are getting hurt like twice because now it's like now their story will never be heard because it's like fucking all these fake ass bitches are out here making shit up and getting caught and now nobody's gonna believe anybody Exactly. I had a statistic that um, I think only, I don't know, it's think about women um, uh, reporting rape that only like what, maybe 3% get convicted. I don't know, something crazy. But a lot of times, you know, some women, they do that. They like, because I like to call myself a feminist in a sense, but sometimes people just make that shit up. Like, like the whole Amber Heard thing, like Johnny Depp pretty much lost like a whole bunch of these deals. Like Disney did not want to work with him anymore. Yeah. What happened at the trial? I was like, wait, you know, so now you have to stop believing men, you know, because yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. But I think everything is going to start smoothing out now. Like it's going to start getting, uh, things are going to change a bit now because people have used that whole movement as a, a reason to just do that. I know Harvey Weinstein, he was like the big one that started up and they, they sent R. Kelly's after, <laughs> R. Kelly's ass to jail. They want to put him there for like two fucking life sentences. I'm like, yeah. yeah the whole thing with the whole thing with Harvey Weinstein is like, man, you have like the hottest girl of all time, like back to back to back, just in your office. Like, I'll fucking suck your dick to be in your movie. It's like fucking all right, you know? The fuck. Yeah, that's the thing I don't get with all these guys, like all the uh, Cosby, you know, because Cosby, he was like, it was the biggest thing in Slicebird, like in the '80s, like. Literally every woman would want to be with him. Like, why would you still go put Rufy to drink? Like, they will be worshiping you. Like, they'll be lying about outside your fucking hotel room to 
have sex with you. Like it just did not make sense. Like, well, we're running out of time here on the second slot and I leave the, this was a ton of fun, man. Finally, thanks for coming on. Uh, super excited about this, uh, this new song and all the projects that you're about to drop. And I, I leave the final minute of the podcast to the guests to say whatever, plug whatever, like this next minute and a half, dude, is all yours. Let, let, let the, let the audience hear it, man. All right, let's do it. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been, uh, two years coming. We finally did it. Um, Tefler, go follow me on Instagram, Tefler music. All my pages, Team Tefler, Tefler Music, DJ Tefler. I forgot the last page, but just type Tefler, you find it. Um, Go Stream Miss You Bad um, is a special song for me. Um, I wrote last year, around February last year, Valentine's Day last year. So go stream it. Um, I want it to be the soundtrack to your summer, you know, go on a yacht with your girl, uh, whatever. Do whatever you want to do, hike, dance, TikToks to it. And um, yeah. Follow me and look out for my upcoming shows in the fall. And let's go, baby. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you, sir. Peace.